And you see, I was searching for happiness in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not in some motel, hotel, holiday inn. <laughs> no. It's in that little place I like to call the gin and juice room, man. Now, all y'all, please say it with me. Respect my house. Y'all been so good to me. You see, baby, I don't do this just for the recognition. What's my name? Mr. Payne. What's my name? Mr. Payne. Men, we have gathered here today to do a job. God told and explained to Jonah that the essence of love is to labor for something. To make something grow. That love and labor are inseparable. One loves that for which one lives, and one labors for that which one loves. Get out on that gridiron. It's what we have labored for all week. I want every man to think about his responsibilities, his role. This is a team made up of 65 players and it will take a total effort by a committed, dedicated, never say die, never give up group of 65 individuals who have come together as one. To do this job, to win this battle, I don't have to tell you. The stands are packed with your friends, your classmates, your family, alumni has traveled from near and far. I won't even mention that your lady friends will be watching you. Do you want to let them down? to make a bad representation of Mission College? Hell no! Do you want to lose homecoming for the fourth year in a row? Hell no! Do you want me to lose my job? Hell no! Do you like the devil? Hell no! Well, the devil is in that other locker room. The devil is wearing black jerseys. Can I get a witness? Yeah! I want intensity. Oh, yeah! I want reckless abandon. Oh, yeah! I want you to remember that this is Mission College. Yeah! Then, by the name of all that is holy, No, that wasn't the Jacksonville Jaguars coach. And although it could have been the Miami Hurricanes men's basketball coach from last night's Final Four performance, it was actually the coach in the classic, classic 1988 film School Days. Now, for all you Martin Show podcast fans, as well as the newbies that are here, it is always important to understand that there is a method to my madness. Shout out to Shakespeare. 
So the Martin Show podcast is back with the episode entitled Banging Hard in the Schoolyard. This is from season five, episode six, and it aired on Fox November the 7th, 1996. We open up this episode in the TV studio of Word on the Street with Martin and his audience. All right. If you would like the transcript of the show, it will be posted up at the end of the show. And uh, please remember, join us next week where Chihuahuas take over Hollywood. It's a very funny episode. <laughs> All right. Today on Word on the Street, we're talking with women <laughs> who who have men jobs. <laughs> Martin, there's no such thing as a man's job. So what you trying to say, Rhoda Hooter? That women could lay as much pipe as a man? Mo. Mo, baby, mo. 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 And plus, we look better doing it. But I admit, baby got a little back draft. Come on, be honest with yourselves. If you was in a real fire, who would you want to rescue you? A pretty little young thing? A little young tenders? Or do you want a real fire man to rescue you? A real man! Why can't you accept the fact that a woman can do anything a man can do? Cause it ain't true. Now get out of my face, sister soldier. Ah, that's right. The age old debate involving the battle of the sexes. Now, some of you may feel that men can do things better than women. And some of you may feel that women can do things better than men. But here at the Martin Show podcast, we plan to make fun of both sides through this episode. But first, let's kind of get you caught up on where we are in the series. Of course, Martin and Gina are now married. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, I want to thank all y'all who, who were invited and all you freeloaders whose asses weren't invited. <laughs> I want to thank you anyhow. But most of all, I want to toast my bride. Here's to you, boo. Tommy and Pam aren't really official anymore. Tommy, um, I think we should just chill. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll tell you what, baby, I'll tell you what. Okay. Why, why don't we go back to being friends again, okay? And just, whatever happens, happens naturally. Things I, I just won't take. Okay. And then I, <laughs> all right, well, let me find out what's going on here, hey. Hey. Please tell me y'all broke up. Please tell me you broke up. No, not really. We just decided to slow things down a little bit. Well, how slow are you going to slow them down? Y'all going to see other people? No. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Oh, damn! You ain't never going in. And Cole. Cole, you stupid. <laughs> Now let's get back into this episode as Martin arrives home and is greeted by his wife, Gina. Hey, look at my food. 
<laughs> Looking just as fine as you want to be. Mm. Mm, what's up? Mm. <laughs> what's up, honey? How was your day? Oh, baby. I was working hard. Yeah. yeah. And I'm hungrier than a mug, Gina. <laughs> Me too. So what you fixing? <laughs> yeah, you. From what I hear, a woman can't do anything as good as a man, so I figured you'd get your butt in the kitchen and cook. Oh, I get it, Gina. Oh, apparently you done saw the show, Gina. Come on, baby. All right, now that's real funny, okay? All right, now where's my eats? <laughs> you want your eats, you better use your feet. Oh, come on, Gina. Baby, you can't get mad at what I said. It's show business, baby. So then you really don't believe that a man can do a better job than a woman? Gina, baby, <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me good. Okay. I didn't make the rules. If you got beef, take it up with Mother Nature, baby. Mother Nature. Mother Nature. Yeah. Mother Nature. So then we do agree that nature was made by a woman. I give you that. But she works for God. And everybody knows he's the man. Everybody knows that, Gina. As they continue to debate their opposing convictions, Martin and Gina dig deeper into other areas of comparison until they fall down the rabbit hole of sports. No, Martin, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Women are just as good as men in politics, medicine, law, sports. Sports? Did you say, don't you talk sports? Now, Gina, somebody done told you wrong. Look, there ain't no woman that can beat a man at any sport. Not any sport that I know of. Oh, really? Really? Then, um, I would like to see you beat Dominique Dawes in the balance beam. Eh, nah, uh, no thanks. Okay? <laughs> no, baby, men don't balance beam. Mm -hmm. Come on, one wrong move. Bow! We singing like Philip Bailey. Still on the subject of sports, this heated debate turns to my favorite sport. That's right, basketball, which in turn sets off a chain of hilarious events. Then what about um basketball? What about ba that's a good sport. Basketball? Yeah. Are you? Are you? What? Gina, look at my style. Gina, look, look, look at my style. Okay, look at my style. Gina, are you serious? Picture uh, that, baby. Some woman be no Marty Marty in a game of ball, baby. Uh -uh, don't do that to yourself. Okay, well, why don't we play each other, Martin? Let's let's do that. Your team against mine. How about that? Would you, what? What? Would you stop it? You are killing me. Are you serious? Yes, I am serious. Baby, my jump shot is like that. No, I'm serious. And just to make it a little bit more interesting, baby, uh-huh, while we do this, the loser has to wait on the winner. Hand and foot for a month. That's how serious I am with mine. Gina, it's on, okay? You know, because I can't wait to be treated like a king. Baby, get in there and run my bath water. And remember, I like lots and lots of bubbles. 
As this next scene opens up, the battle of the sexes debate spills over into Mr. Jim's barbershop. I saw your show this afternoon, man. I got to tell you, for all the men in America, Thank you, my yeah, that's right. Because yeah, right. you's man. Mm-hmm. This is the man. I appreciate that. You know, all I did was tell it like it is. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, but you know, I'm gonna tell you something. You wasn't lying about women getting men's jobs. You know, I hired a female barber once. I told her she couldn't cut hair. You know, she turned around cutting me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that reminds me, you better get that restraining order renewed. <laughs> Mr. Jim is played by John Wesley, who sadly passed away in 2019. And you can hear about all his acting credits in the podcast Mama's Baby Martin's Maybe. The other familiar barber's voice you hear is Little Dog, played by Adrian Tibbs. Although he served as more of a production staff and stage manager for the Martin Show series, he did appear in 10 episodes in the Martin Show. And he also had an acting credit in the TV sitcom, Sister, Sister. Hey, look here, Ma. Hey, check this out, man. After I seen your show today, I went home and told moms, hey, I'm not greasing the scalp no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's getting sick over some sulfur eight no. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's woman's work. You, you know, that's funny, Cole, because I didn't even know you was going through that, man. Man, put it in you know? So what did she do? Oh, she whooped my ass. Oh. <laughs> hey, 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 but I got my point of touch. And I'm proud of you too, Cole. While Cole celebrates not greasing his mother's scalp anymore, I'm not greasing the scalp no more. Martin delivers the news about the upcoming basketball tournament. Hey, you know, the question is, Martin, how's Gina taking all this? Tommy, truck dance. What? Oh. <laughs> it made me laugh when I think about it. <laughs> What's so funny? All right, all right, truth is, Gina and her girls, right, had the nerve, right? The challenge on Marty Marty, the game of basketball! Gina and her girls is challenging you and your boys to a game of basketball. That's what I'm saying, nigga! Ah, look at here! Let me get a piece of that action! I got five dollars. It don't matter. Man, I can play with the sorriest players in the world on my team, and we still win. (laughs) So you a co-play? With the tournament around the corner, we open up this scene in Martin and Gina's apartment, and we can see firsthand how Gina struggles to draw up a basketball play. Kiss pass to the hug, then the hug pass to the kiss. We all different teams. Stop making no sense. That's not a uniform. That's the hoochie form. <laughs> Don't let me see. I love it. Oh. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up? What you think of our uniforms? Who you trying out for? The New York Stankies? <laughs> you go bungee jump off a curb, Shortland Trailblazer. All right, man. Just say that for the court. Say it for the court. 
At face value, Martin feels he has this entire tournament in the bag. But Gina, let's just say she has every right to feel the same way. All right, Gina, I'll make it easy on you. If you back out now, I only make you wait on me for two weeks. Oh, no, no, a bet's a bet. Unless it's you that wants to back out. Sound like somebody little chicken. I smell some chicken, too. <laughs> I was gonna go easy on you. But now I'm gonna have to teach you a lesson. Baby, let's double the bet. Make it two months. Oh, I see your two and I'll raise you two more. All right. Ooh. Oh. Ah. Okay, fine. All right, that, 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 that's cool and all. But all I wanna know is how are you and Pam Cassell gonna stop Marty Mars All Stars? Huh? How you gonna do that? How you gonna do that, huh? In your face. I think playing? he thinks we're playing. We're not playing. No. I'm not playing either. <laughs> no, no, we're not game. playing in the game. We're coaching. We're the coaching. Coaching. Wait a minute. Who's on your team? Martin, I would like to introduce to you the USA Women's Olympic Basketball Team. Let the games begin. The game we gonna win, y'all. We gonna win. Fresh off the heels of winning the gold medal against Brazil in the last day of the 1996 Olympic Games held in Atlanta, Georgia. Don Staley, Rebecca Lobo, Cheryl Swoops, and Teresa Edwards were members of the women's dream team that dominated not only during the Olympics, but also the 52 exhibition games in which they were undefeated leading up to the Olympics. Coached by Stanford University's own Tara Vanderveer, the road to success was far from easy. In the podcast, Summer of Gold, Cheryl Swoops and Don Staley expounded on this. The team spent three weeks at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. Where the altitude about killed us half the time and, you know, we're up early in the morning, going to the track, we're running in the snow, like, it was tough. The schedule, you know, wasn't brutal. What was brutal were the practices. Over a span of nine months, 100,000 miles, five countries, and on a salary of only $50,000, these women not only sought a gold medal, but were also informed that if they won the goal in the 1996 Olympics, the NBA commissioner at the time, David Stern, would support the inauguration of what would later become the WNBA. Sometimes the players would be on the bus traveling to the next city when they learned that instead of getting a break, they were expected to get off the bus and immediately dress for practice. So I do remember on the back of the bus, we were saying, Jesus will work it out. If you let him, Jesus will work it out. And he did because Cheryl Swoops was not only the first female basketball player to have a shoe endorsed called the Nike Air Swoops. She was the very first female athlete to be drafted in the WNBA. Don Staley is not only a decorated coach 
for the South Carolina Gamecocks. She also served as the United States women's national team head coach from 2017 to 2021, finishing with a perfect 45-0 record. But wait, there's more. In the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games, she won her first gold medal as the head coach for Team USA. Rebecca Lobo, another highly decorated women's basketball player, currently serves as a reporter for ESPN, and Teresa Edwards still holds the record as the most decorated player in the history of the U.S. national team. And a fun fact, she is the youngest and the oldest basketball player to ever win an Olympic gold medal. So now that we're familiar with Team Gina, we open up this next scene with a panicked Team Martin. Gina went out and got the women's Olympic basketball team. How the hell she know them? <laughs> Look, Tommy, they're her clients, man. I can't believe Gina would stoop that low to win a game, man. She playing me, y'all. <laughs> yeah, but Martin, man, you said that can no woman beat a man in any sport, so what's the problem? There ain't no problem, Cole. The only problem is we got to come up with a game plan. Yo, Tommy. We may actually have to break a sweat with these girls, man. <laughs> Damn it, man. We, we ain't gonna go out there and get clown, man, okay? We gotta come up with a strategy. I got the strategy. I got it. I got it. I got it. Mark, you get up on my shoulders, right? And we be like as tall as them. <laughs> gotta work. Cole, at least if I got on your shoulders, you have a brain. You have a thinking process there. Right, right. That was your damn strategy? We gonna lose, man. We lose it. Tommy, now stop it, okay? No. Would you, would you stop panicking, man? All right? Now all we gotta do is get some brothers that can play. Martin, I can play ball, man. Trust me, dodgeball, kickball. Balls is me. I am balls. <laughs> you's about to catch a flagrant foul, man. Which, which, which flagrant she talking about? Like that CK1? That's the bomb right there. Hey. Realizing that they're pretty much out of options, desperate times call for desperate measures. That's it, Martin. I'm serious. I quit. Call the game on. I'm done, man. Call, call off, man. I'm not calling no game off. Okay? Now, damn that, I'm not calling no game off. Now, I didn't want to have to flex, but it looks like I'm going to have to call a man. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that, man. Every time something go wrong, people always want to call the man. The brothers can handle this one. <laughs> no, no, Cole. I ain't talking about the other man. I'm talking about the brother man. I want to be, I want to be like Mike. I'm calling Michael Jordan, man. Please, Mike ain't gonna take your call. That's where you're wrong. Domer Simpson? You must don't know my middle name. It's Tropicana. What the hell that mean? Means I got juice. <laughs> Hello, Nike. Yeah, let me speak to Mikey. Cool, I'll we open up this next scene on the day of the tournament. And as we look upon the basketball court, we see Team Gina warming up and we see Team Martin freezing up. Damn, did you see that, man? They told her I fought. Well, because on TV, they like, they like this big, you know? <laughs> hey, it don't matter, man, all right? We're going to beat them anyway. They girls, That's you know right. what I mean? That's right. Shoot. All right, Big Mike and I'm getting here, yeah? I mean, don't sweat that. Don't worry about that. I got an All-American coming. Yeah? All right, good. 
Because uh, we're going to need somebody to pass the ball to with all the scoring, man. Mike going to be doing it. Hey, yo, Martin, Martin, I think I see you coming right now. Michael Jordan here? Michael Jordan here, yo. Uh, not exactly Michael Jordan. I got I got a ringer, though. Ed Gordon. Come, come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. you play for, man? The Frederick Douglass All-Stars? <laughs> Look here, young fella. I was an MVP in the Final Four. Because there were only four colleges back then. <laughs> Air Gordon, who shuffles on the court, is played by the actor Fred Pinkard. With over 60 acting credits, including three Martin episodes, some of the credits that stood out to me included The Brady Bunch, Mod Squad, The Bill Cosby Show, The Jeffersons, J.D.'s Revenge, What's Happening, Rocky II, Different Strokes, Hill Street Blues, T.J. Hooker, Trapper John M.D., What's Happening Now, which of course was Martin Lawrence's first TV role, Rock in the Heat of the Night, The Larry Sanders Show, ER, Seinfeld, The Parenthood, shout out to Robert Townsend, The Steve Harvey Show, The Gregory Hines Show, Third Rock from the Sun, Mad About You, Without a Trace, NYPD Blue, and Becker, just to name a few. With Little Dog as the referee, it is time to play ball. Although Martin did in fact score the first two points in the game, as we continue on in the tournament, we see now that the score is 14 to Martin's two points. And although we can hear the frustration on the men's team, the women continue to dominate. That's cool, I got some at home. I see y'all later. The game ain't over yet, Moses Madone. Not only a victim of Team Gina's effortless agility, Cole, to his team's detriment, falls victim to the allure of Cheryl Swoops. Oh, I love you. Oh, you do? Then tell me what's the next play gonna be. Short, thick, and handsome. Martin's gonna um, shoot the jump off. Thomas, pit. Like she knew to play, man. Boy, look at that, boy. 
she made me tell her, man. I mean, she was rubbing like this here, you know. Cole, you a sellout, man. Now. Sit your ass down. Cole. You a sellout, stupid. So now's a good time for a few substitutions. Yo, Nick, you in, man. Love that. Come on, Big Daddy, give me a ball. I ain't got no ball. What's that on your shirt, baby? <laughs> so as Nipsey enters the game, he decides to immediately just take a shot. Come on, kid. <laughs> Time out. Time out. What was that, man? You come in here past the ball, Nipsey. This ain't hot wings. <laughs> Nipsey, you out. Air Gordon, you're in. Let's go, man. Air Gordon, you're out. Out, out. Pull you back in. So as we continue with this tournament, we see it has a little bit of everything. It has trash talking. It has Nipsey, rest in peace, trying to find his inner Steph Curry, but missing a three. And of course, it has the occasional flop. At this point in the episode, we watch a very short montage of Team Martin being obliterated by Team Gina to Curtis Blow's 1984 hit, Basketball. And by the end of this montage, the score is 8 to 48. themselves up on the self-inflicted injury reserve list, we open up this final scene with Martin and Gina in their apartment. Martin, you can stop faking now. Nobody's watching. Cool. Ah, ah, 
So that was our episode. A little bit of background information about the episode Banging Hard in the Schoolyard. It was directed by Garen Keith, and you can hear about all his directing credits in our very first podcast, Do You Remember the Time? And our writer was Sam Art Williams with over five Martin episodes under his belt. You can hear about all his writing credits in the podcast Mama's Baby Martin's Maybe. Now, you know what time it is. It's time for us to get to step. So that's what we're going to do. A little bit of housekeeping before we go. I want to thank all the subscribers, old and new, for supporting the Martin Show podcast. Remember to tell others about the Martin Show podcast. You can email me at themartinshowpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, we're available on all platforms where podcasts are available, including your smart devices. Remember, you can say Alexa or Google. Play the Martin Show podcast and voila, you hear our podcast. Now, before we say peace, in the spirit of basketball, I would like to end the Martin Show podcast with Martin's mentor, the very raw and underrated Robin Harris. Yeah, well, you're big enough to be a Laker. I hate it. That's why I said it. Said that because Magic Johnson gave me some tickets and it was ridiculous. I was sitting up so high at the concession man when he come up there. I'm like, you have to come down here. That's why I love going to a Clipper game. I'm serious. That's right. You sit anywhere you want to. I, hey, I want my tennis shoes one night. I sit down with the team. Don't let them throw my black ass in the game. Scored 18 points, <laughs> nine rebounds, 10 assists. I damn near had a triple double. <laughs> then the coach get mad, talking about why you can't come back next week. <laughs> Fuck, I got something to do next week. <laughs> <laughs>